Had it front shot off the post, rebound, score! Paul Cotter follows the puck off the iron, puts it into the goal. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Broken up from behind, intended for Milano. Two on one for Vegas. Marcia so on the left. Will Smith got it to him. He scores! Nicholas Wong! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas. Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215. Home of the... What a performance last night at T-Mobile Arena. Coming off a 2-1 win over the San Jose Sharks. The Vegas Golden Knights have won four in a row, and they did it in a a little different style. Uh, No easy cruising to the victory at the Fortress. Uh, Last night was hold on to your seat and then explode at the end with the final minute game winner from Will Carrier. We'll break it all down, plus we'll give you our game rating. We will get into some news and notes with our one-timer segment in hour number two. And it being Friday, we have a bunch of money on the line. At some point, we are going to ask you to call our listener line and we will take a caller, put you on the air, and ask you to pick the winners from three games that we have selected. If you pick the winners of all three games, you will walk away with, what's the pot up to now? big ones uh, in the Michael E. Minden Hockey Parlay Contest on the VGK Insider Show. It started at $100, and it's grown every week. We have not had a winner. That's how difficult it is. So if you're listening right now and you've got the opportunity, peruse this weekend's game. So we have selected three. I can't let you know what those three are right now, but uh, you might be able to give yourself a little bit of a heads up if you do a little bit of research and you're the lucky uh, caller to get through. Uh, Looking forward to it. Uh, It's a 16-week contest, which if we don't get any winners, (laughs) then... Chapman and I are splitting $322,000 by the end of it. It's wow. going to be spectacular. So, uh, yeah, an opportunity to win $700 today. And if you don't, uh, Chapman and I will be one more week. We'll be halfway home, Chappie. Yeah, halfway home. Almost if, there. If we don't get a winner uh, this week in the Michael Lee Minden Hockey Parlay Contest. I know everybody thinks there's rules that go along with this that people employed by the radio <laughs> station can't win. <laughs> I found a way around that. I'm just awarding myself $322,000, which I will split with Chris Chapman. And we have a fashion faux pas by Chris oh, Chapman no. during oh, last no. night's VGK game at T-Mobile Arena that I will get to. But he did something that I've never seen before. Actually, I still haven't seen it, but I heard all about it during last night's Bruce Cassidy post-game media conference, and we will get mm-hmm. into that, and we will let you decide, you the listener, decide whether Chapman was just uh, pulling off a shtick or 
whether or not he was right in what he was uh, able to uh, pull off uh, and produce last night. But uh, a 2-1 win in which the Golden Knights uh, trailed in that one, uh, 1-0. They controlled the play against the San Jose Sharks. It was a good game. They had 14 minutes of power play time. Uh, seven different power plays. They had all 14 minutes because they, they didn't score really heavily weighted in their favor. Did a bunch of things right, but couldn't score in the manner of energy. And as a result, it was uh, really... Uh, frantic uh, towards the end. Uh, Paul Cotter tied it up in the third period and then it was Will Carrier converting a pass from uh, Chandler Stevenson. Uh, it was a different game. Uh, they'd scored at least five goals the three previous games and last night mm-hmm. uh, they had a little trouble putting the puck in the net. Still came away with a win though. Yeah, it, it was an interesting game for the Golden Knights in that I think they created enough looks and enough opportunities to, to put five on the board. They really did have some great A scoring chances. They did a lot of really good things on the power play in terms of generating chances, just could not get one to fall for them. Uh, but by and large, uh, it was one of those games where I, I didn't think it was going to be as easy as maybe some people thought it would be. The the goal scoring wasn't going to continue at the clip that it was in the three previous games, and you got to give a lot of well, credit it should have been game. honestly with well, seven have... power plays. It 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 should have been. I agree much with easier. you. I agree with you. But Kakinen was really really good. He was really really good for the San Jose Sharks, and that was the main reason that the Golden Knights didn't put five on the board. I don't. I don't like to talk ill of the other team's goaltenders, especially when they play well. But Capo Kakinen was fantastic last night in a one-off. If you played Capo Kakinen the way he approached last night's game in a playoff series, uh-huh. I think you'd eat him alive because he's so aggressive. In, in coming out and challenging. He does uh, take advantage of the space that's available to him and, and puts the onus on you to, to make a perfect shot. Uh, he does that, but uh, he made a couple of uh, diving saves, uh, uh, sliding out uh, from uh, uh, the, the outside of the crease, uh, and, and, and mm-hmm. spectacular stops. Don't, don't get me wrong. He, he was outstanding. But if you had an opportunity to play that in a series, uh, I, I really think uh, after a game one, you'd, uh, you'd have some things a Lined where you would able be able to uh, take advantage of it to the, to the point where I, ta- I talked to Chandler Stevenson today uh, about mm-hmm. the the winning goal last night and it was it was an incredible play uh, first of all uh, a faceoff with uh, under a minute to go in the offensive zone on the on the left wing in the left dot uh, facing facing the San Jose goal and Chandler Stevenson knows going into that dot he's got uh, he's got. Uh, uh, Nick Waugh with him, uh, the, another centerman, but he knows going into that dot because San Jose only has lefty uh, center iceman uh, that they're going to be on their weak side. So Chandler has an opportunity on a strong side to be able to win that draw cleanly, and he did. Uh, he was all over it. It was a perfect draw, and they get the, uh, the, the puck uh, to the side of the net, and Chandler can do two things. He can put it on net, which uh, I think probably seven out of ten guys would do. Sure. And and just get that puck on the net, and uh, certainly what coaches would would like you to do. But he took that extra second uh, because he was aware. He he saw a couple of other plays earlier. In fact, he had uh, he had one. And he saw William Carlson have one where Capo Cacklin was so aggressive that if you take that extra second and you work it around him, you've got almost wide open nets. So he took that extra second, flipped it over to uh, Will Carrier, and he goes roof daddy on it. Even though it's a wide open net, he goes <laughs> top shelf. Why? 
Does he go top shelf? He wasn't showing off. He saw Riley Smith on Long Island. Uh, he 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 had one robbed uh, earlier this season. Keegan Colasar had one taken off the line uh, earlier this season. Where maybe if you do something a, a little bit more uh, urgent uh, with the puck, uh, the 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 puck ends up going in the net. So he wasn't taking any chances. He told me today, not a ounce of doubt whether that puck was going to go in, in the net, and, and he put it in. But but Chandler told me that uh, even if, if Kako is uh, uh, even just a little bit less aggressive and gets across, then Carrier can get back to him, and it's, a, and it's an open net. It was it was a perfect play from the one draw and then the uh, the execution and, and putting in the net. But I did love how Will Carrier said he wasn't taking any chances. That thing was going to the perfect spot in the net even though it was a wide open six by four that's the area of the net uh six feet wide four feet high uh he was going right up into a really uh he was almost like he was pretending there was a goalie in and and he made a count which uh which followed the Paul collar goal which was as much of a goal scorer's goal as 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 you're going to see uh Mm -hmm. blowing the zone and then making a perfect shot on Kako in transition yeah, and in a 0% chance that he was going to make a pass on that two-on-one. That was uh, a play for Paul Cotter where he knew exactly what he was going to do, utilizing Jonathan Marcheseau as a decoy, and he just rips it by Kapokakinen. And uh, I loved that play from Paul Cotter. I loved that it was Paul Cotter making the play, scoring in his third consecutive game. Uh, and then Will Carrier getting another game-winning goal, and that's now seven game-winning yeah. goals on the year for Will Carrier of his 15, and that uh, that ties him right now in the league with Braden Point and Connor McDavid for most game-winning goals so far this season and just one off of the Golden Knights franchise record set by Mark Stone. He's third, he's third in the insane. National Hockey League in, in game-winning goals right now, right? Yeah. That's they, they, insane. Yeah, and, and that's the thing about Will Carrier this season. It's that he has not only come through with more goals – They've been incredibly timely. He, when this team has needed a play at times, Will Carrier has been the guy to deliver. Okay. I'm going to show uh, a couple of examples here, or tell you, uh, but I'm, I'm looking at a, a couple of examples of the progress that Will Carrier has made this year uh, in his role with this, this hockey team. The coach is all over him in a good way, talking about how valuable he is and how he is a, a straw that, that stirs the drink with it, with this club. He's playing up the lineup, uh, which is different from years past, and he's not playing up the lineup because there's injury. They're putting him uh, there to, to, to lean on him to be able to score goals. Before the pause, the last game, he played in three-on-three overtime. He, for, for Will Carrier's career, we looked it up today. Fifty-nine seconds in overtime, <laughs> and that, that that happened in the New York Islander game. Uh, I, I assume that it was all fifty-nine seconds, and then he had a penalty shot in that game. But like, that's how little he's ever played in overtime, and he was impactful in that game in, in generating a, a golden scoring chance, one in the breakaway, and the second uh, on on the penalty shot. So they're they're giving him extra opportunities because of what he's earned. Last night. There's under a minute to go in a tie game, uh, an offensive zone faceoff, and what does Bruce Cassidy and the Vegas Golden Knights do with their forward lineup? Uh, they they put Chandler Stevenson out there with his line, mm-hmm. with Will mm-hmm. Carrier, but Phil Kessel is the guy that comes off. 
because right. they want two centers out. And and two centers is one, if Chandler gets booted out, you've got another guy in the draw. Or if there's an icing in the situation and they, they can't change, uh, then they've got two centers on the ice. So uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a, it's a safety call to have two centers on the ice. But the in- interesting thing is you've got Phil Kessel, 400 goals sure. his National yeah. Hockey League career. And you've got Will Carrier, who's having a career year. And who do they leave out there? And, and and who do they take off? But it's the future Hall of Famer, which they want a net front presence. Uh, that is Carrier's uh, job. That plays into it. Uh, there, there's some little uh, bits and pieces uh, that, that, that favor Will Carrier still being on the ice over, uh, over Phil Kessel. But, it, I mean, that's a massive uh, compliment to, to Will Carrier that he's the one that stays out with Chandler Stevenson, no matter what the reasons are, and then converts the play. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just, just what, what an incredible run. And this is three straight years where we've had now, uh, uh, career best totals, uh, for Will Carrier. He's always been in and around that six to, to 10 range, uh, 15. And we got 30 games to go. Uh, we're, we're talking 20, 22 goals uh, for, for Will Carrier. And and I, I loved what he told me today about uh, pucks and and getting to that. So what they did in those scoring 17 goals over the three games was they, they got a lot of pucks in the net. He said uh, mm-hmm. sometimes like you get on a big run like that and and uh, you, you'll get away from getting pucks to the net and generating some, some greasy chances or uh, uh, causing some havoc in and around the goaltender. And I, I don't think Vegas was terrible at it last night, uh, a little bit wonky in a couple power plays. They weren't awful, though. But he did, he did mention, like, uh, if, you're, if you're on a 10-game run, you, you see the team moving away from it. He said they, they got away from it at times last night, especially in the second period, and, and, he, and he wasn't happy about that because it had only been three games. He's like, we're not that far removed from having trouble putting the puck in the net. That mm-hmm. it it shouldn't have been uh, a, a we shouldn't have had to be reminded uh, to play it a, a little simpler and and uh, be able to get pucks straight to the net. So I love that rationale from him uh, mm-hmm. in the fact that he recognized it and it should uh, bode well going forward. There there was for a over seven night on the power play in which that dominated a lot of the discussion after even with the result. There was, uh, there was a lot to like, both from what I heard from the players and some of the play on the ice. Sure. I, I think the Golden Knights put in a, a solid 60 minutes last night, and there were pockets, sure, where San Jose disrupted some things. There were pockets where the Golden Knights could have been better. Obviously, you look at 0 for 7 on the power play. That is going to be something that's talked about, but it's more so in the context of you know where the Golden Knights have been over the last six, seven, eight games with their power play, not just that night last night against San Jose. All that being said, San Jose has the fourth best penalty kill in the league. They did a really good job down a man throughout the majority of the night, but the Golden Knights battle through, right? We, we talked about how things would work out for Vegas if the goals didn't come. Would they abandon the game plan that had been working over the last three games in order to kind of chase things or cheat or try to get everything back in one play? They didn't do that last night. They stuck with the game plan. They grinded it out, and they were able to make a couple of plays and and secure two points. It was an impressive win in my book. Yeah, there's a couple of ways to look at it. Uh, One is that they really were uh, dialed in 
to their approach. I, I think yep. offensively it got a little fluid at at times, but the defensive side of the game, like that, that was another strong effort. And you go back to the last game before the pause, which was a, a, a tightly contested game uh, coming out of Long Island. Well, mm-hmm. now we're looking at five straight games where we're seeing some some real consistency uh, on the uh, on the overall performance uh, for the for the Vegas Golden Knights. The the goals dropped off. That is expected at some point. Uh, I would have liked it to to continue with the, with the power play and be able to get that going. But I, I think that there's a, a real strong positive message given from how many big saves Aiden Hill had to make. There is three, and the rest were fairly routine. In in a big guy who covers a lot of the net, who's who's agile, he can make uh, m- make saves, but. He was counted on three, four times to come up with really big saves in the third period uh, for the second straight game, a big, timely save uh, in a moment. But we're not talking where he had to stand on his head or he had to come close to to, to rivaling the other guy who was spectacular. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, he went nine and a half minutes last night without a shot on goal at one point, which can happen when – when you have seven power plays uh, during during the course of a game, you're going to have long stretches. But that's that's four straight games where Vegas has gone seven and a half minutes uh, or more without uh, allowing a shot at some stretch in the game. So there was there was a, a real uh, uh, building block on the defensive side, and if you have any goals at all, you're going to have a chance to win. And it, they mm-hmm. took it down to the 59th minute. Uh, 16 minutes last night, but but they only had to score two and they won, and uh, that that uh, is incredible. What what Aiden Hills be able to do? Uh, 11 and 0 now, where he only if he allows two goals or less, uh, get it done. And he only allowed one last night, and it got overshadowed a bit. But uh, for for a guy that's stepping in for Logan Thompson, uh, that's mm-hmm. a, a second straight strong performance since uh, Thompson went down. Second straight strong start, and it's uh, his fourth consecutive appearance uh, since the since the All Star break. And he's three and zero, and and was perfect in a mop up effort when Logan Thompson went down. So uh, that that part should be acknowledged as well. Aiden Hill was fantastic in the moments when he needed to be last yeah. night for Vegas. And you know what? Like there, you know, there's a there's a a couple of big saves there that he had to make and you needed to not allow that one to kind of get away from you after San Jose made it one to nothing. I don't know that you could have afforded going down two nothing in that context in the third period. And for Aiden Hill, he had to come up with a couple of saves by and large, the defensive effort in front of him was really solid for the golden Knights. And if you've got a goalie that's, that's, Again, making the saves he's supposed to make, giving you one or two big ones at, at key times, and you trust in the process. You, you know that there's enough talent in that room in order to score more than two goals a game, more than one goal a game, to, to do what you need to do in order to get the points out of it. And everyone right now is doing their job, and I, I think that's kind of the big takeaway for me is that you're getting Aiden Hill. He's doing his job. The defense of the Golden Knights, they're doing their job, and you're getting the scoring coming from different places throughout the lineup, that's getting the job done, and that's why the Golden Knights are 4-0 coming out of the break. Yeah, they're getting some uh, some pretty cool efforts. They they didn't get the five uh, different goal scorers last night that I was hoping for to uh, yeah. 
equal yeah. the National Hockey League record of four straight games with at least five goals without a multi-goal game. Follow that one in your head uh, if you if you haven't been tracking the uh, the conversation uh, throughout the week. So uh, uh, they didn't get that, but it is six straight games overall uh, that they haven't had a multi-goal uh, score. I'm going to check that actually. So four, four. Uh, yeah, uh, so the, the, they're they're working on a big stretch without a multi-goal game. Uh, that that will eventually break through. Uh, who's going to be the first multi-goal scorer in a game? By the way, let let's let's just stop and pause and go for that. Who, who's going to be the person okay. to break out and be that first? Because they they haven't had a multi-goal score since yeah. Washington. So the Arizona game, Newark, Rangers. Islanders and then the four, so eight straight games uh, without a multi-goal score, and and they're they're they've got points in six of those, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. yeah, really 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 good. Uh, who's going to be the first multi-goal score? Send me a note on Twitter. Actually, send Ryan the Hockey Guy a note on Twitter, or Magnum seven hundred two a note on Twitter. You can tag me, Darren, uh, with one arm alert. Uh, but I'm I'm curious who people think will be the first multi-goal score. Paul Cotter. That's a an Vegas Golden Knights record for goals in three straight games. That's never happened by a first year player for the for the Vegas Golden Knights. Is he the guy? He's the last guy to score uh, a multi goal game uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. Will it be Alex Petrangelo who who jumps in and is closing on ten goals, uh, or somebody like Jonathan Marchessault or Jack Eichel? Who do you think it is? So I am going to be bold here. And I'm going to say it's Jonathan Marcheseau. I think when Jonathan Marcheseau kicks out, when he puts the puck in the back of the net, he's going to have a big night. I think he's going to put two or three on the board. So I'm going Jonathan Marcheseau. He had a gold look early on last night. Mm And it just uh, slipped underneath his stick. But he was wide open and tried to to one-time it. And and I thought it was in. Uh, Marcheseau is is a great, great choice uh i i cannot say anything against uh that uh, opportunity i i'm gonna go with a dark horse and okay. somebody that i saw play one of his best games of the year last night and was dynamic in shea theodore i don't know okay. how he does it and I talked to him today. We did uh, the scoop, uh, uh, secret creamery, uh, Green Valley Grocery. Uh, we ate ice cream, and we, we had a big talk uh, today. It, it might be on Twitter right now, in, in fact. Um, so, so Shay and I uh, ate some ice cream, and, and I asked him, like, like, how do you do that? And, and he, was, he was nonchalant about it and said he didn't even get a shot on net when, it, when he run, went around this, the uh, San Jose defender. But uh, he had a couple of good looks and was really electric last night. And then you toss in the ozone time and, and, and all the power play. And, and I, I just think he's, he's really coming into form uh, off the injury. So I, I'm going to go with Shea Theodore as uh, as the next Vegas Golden Knight to score multiple goals. Chapman, what, what's your choice? Well, I'm going to go chalky here, and I'm going to say it's Jack Eichel. All right. I feel like he, he's due for a big game. What did you say, chalky? Chalky. You know, go with the chalk. He would probably be the favorite. Oh, I, I don't I don't know that phrase at all. So Ah, it's a gambling uh, term. Okay. Which well, explains, right? I know you don't gamble, so yeah, so that, that makes sense. That's yeah. totally uh totally makes sense uh in that. Uh Eichel, good. Uh Eichel didn't hesitate when he gave Paul Cotter that pass last night, did he? No, no, no. It's uh 
Good stuff, though. Good, good stuff. Uh, I love. I. You know what? I if if I'm going to throw a dark horse, though, Cotter could be a dark horse. I don't think Cotter's a dark horse, though. No way. The, the way he plays. The, the way he yeah. plays. No, no. Paul Paul Cotter's the the favorite on the board, Chapman, for sure. Yeah, I, I, I had a Michael. Uh, well, the oh, way yeah. he's going 100%. right now. He's got goals in three straight games, and uh, he's he's a player that's playing with Jack Eichel. Uh, he, he's got people to, to give him the puck. Uh, he's done a great job of going to the net. Uh, he, he set himself up on an earlier breakaway that he tried to go between the legs on, on Kakin and on. Uh, I, I'm with Wallace. Uh, he might be, even though he's a rookie, uh, he might be right at the at the front of the train leading this thing. All right. I mean, I I guess that's fair. I I, I still am going to stick it, with. It makes Eichel, that's a compliment to you, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So don't feel bad about it. No, I don't. I'm 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 just rubbing my eyes a little bit. Okay. That's all. Well, don't rub your eye either because you got <laughs> issues going on there, uh, which will which we are going to get to a major <laughs> protocol and fashion violation by Chris Chapman last night in the press box at T-Mobile Arena, which carried forward to the dressing room and the post-game interviews in the VGK locker, and then the coaches' press conference. I'll explain it all to you in a little bit. Plus, we'll have Bruce Cassidy's media availability from today. Uh, other news and notes from around the National Hockey League in one-timers and our Michael E. Minden Hockey Parlay Contest. You get through. You're the lucky contestant. You pick three winners from the games that we offer up. You're $700 richer. If not, we grow the pot halfway through this 16-week contest. It's the VGK Insider Show rolling on on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. I can't believe people haven't uh, haven't remade that song uh, into a hit. There's, there's a lot going on there, and and it always it comes up in conversation. Uh, whether you're Canadian or American, you, you mentioned yeah. uh, sunglasses at night. It's like oh, I remember remember that song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah, I don't I don't think anyone should remake it. It's a perfect the way that it is. Bah, we always want to redo everything, and it's no, all no, no, stalkerish. No, no, no. It's kind of strange. Wow. If you wear your sunglasses like the tonight, it's stalkerish. Yeah. No, it is. Is that what happened? Well, what is it? Don't don't masquerade <laughs> with the guy in shades. <laughs> so if, Chapman, if you wear your sunglasses at night, buddy. you're stalkerish. <laughs> no, just Corey Hart because you, he's no, singing you, about it. You said if you wear your sunglasses at night, it's stalkerish. No, I said so. The let's song get is into stalkerish. it. Let's get into it. Last <laughs> night, I'm doing the post game show on the TV side on AT and T Sportsnet. And uh, we get to one uh, locker room interview, uh, Jack Eichel. Uh, we, we throw to him. I look down, and I've got like four, five, six messages that are popping up. Mm. Boom, boom, boom. And I and I don't 
really look at my phone while I'm on the set because it's distracting and I don't want to be going through that. But it, I've got one of those smart watches that I, I forgot to silence. And so it's, it's buzzing. I'm like, what is going on? And I'm getting texts from people in and around the arena who are in the area down by the dressing room. And this is what it was saying. What's wrong with Chapman? Why is he wearing sunglasses in the room? <laughs> it continued. So I just let it go because I'm, again, focused on, on in, informing the, the world, uh, being an influencer yeah. uh, on, the, on the world's mm-hmm. hockey scene. And we get into Bruce Cassidy, and it cranks up again. Did Chapman just ask a question to Bruce Cassidy with his sunglasses on? I can't believe Bruce Cassidy didn't play off Chris Chapman wearing his sunglasses in the post-game media situation. Now, I know who sent you that one because that person said something to me after the press conference, essentially saying the same thing. And and so I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And all Chapman does, and, and on a side story, he sends a picture of the empty parking lot. I, I have empty. no idea what, what, that, what, what, what that was all about. But the, <laughs> yeah. the guys, he totally doesn't no even know he's part of a massive chat group wondering why he's being this goofball going to mm-hmm. a National Hockey League press conference and wearing his sunglasses and asking questions and the whole time pretending there's nothing weird here. There's nothing <laughs> odd going on here. It's just, hey, uh, can you tell me about your power play and uh, why you're loading up on the left side and and, and, mm-hmm. and not acknowledging that there's, there's something uh, going on. So, Chapman, I reached out to you today and said, What's with the sunglasses? Okay. I didn't even say, like, hey, what's going on? How's your day? Like, what's with the sunglasses? Can you tell us what's with the sunglasses? Yes. And so, what kind of sunglasses were they? Well, they're Maui Gym sunglasses, so so they're they're pretty hip. They're cool. Uh, but I have something called a Chalazion, and what that is is it's a— Bless you. I know. It's a blocked <laughs> oil duct in my, my eyelid. So my yeah. my left eye is puffy and it's it's a bit purplish, although it's getting better. Uh, but okay. it it's it's it looks swollen. The problem is it looks like pink eye, but it's oh. definitely not pink eye. Okay. Even even Bobby walked into the studio last night. He's like he's he's like he's like distancing himself from me. Like what's going on? He's like you got pink eye, dude. I'm like no no. I have a it's it's a blocked oil duct. But I don't want people coming up and asking me if I have pink eye because I don't have pink eye and I don't want to have to explain to everybody okay. what's going on. So, so your strategy is cover it up by so okay. wearing sunglasses indoors. Yes, at a National Hockey League. Have game. you ever watched a Laker game? No, Cal- no, 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 no. Don't Cal- compare Cal- yourself Cal- to Chapman, Chapman, Jack Chapman, Nicholson. Chapman. Uh, what? What is? <laughs> well, we are is from New Jersey. Here, is you're trying to cause less attention to yourself or draw less attention to yourself with the eye because you don't want people thinking you've got pink eye by wearing sunglasses now there's there's two options here you could wear like an eye patch or another option would have been maybe maybe just skip last night's game well i'm not going to skip a game so okay would it really be that difficult to just be like it's not pink eye like just walk in everyone looks at you and you're just like "Eh, it's not pink eye. I, I, i just don't want people to to bring it up to me it's it's embarrassing. It's 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 an. I've had it before. My did, I actually have no one, it in my did wedding no one pictures. Ask you, hold on, hold on. Did no one ask you why you were wearing sunglasses? Yesterday? I had I had like two people ask me. That's a lie. That's, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's not a lie. <laughs> you did not. You did not 
go through. If, if, if this is absolutely 100% true, then I'm disappointed in society because society failed. Now, some, society some completely failed. If you went through an entire night at T-Mobile Arena in the press box and held court during one of the intermissions, I was told, and didn't, mm. and only had two people ask through the entire post-game process and then the Bruce Cassidy uh, media conference, two people ask you, what's with the sunglasses? Then society failed. See, now, now, now I'm intrigued because the same person who would have seen me holding court is the same person who made the comment about they were waiting for Bruce to say something about... Uh, the glasses, because Bruce has made comments about my attire before in the middle of an answer. And not complimentary, yeah. but more no, puzzled. He, he, he liked the Jaws t-shirt. No, he I was puzzled. No, he was, he was like, yeah, don't wear the Jets hat. No, so, he's I, a Patriots I don't fan. Think, I don't think he was puzzled by Jaws. People like Jaws. It, it's fine. Look. And I, he, I wore the Jets hat. I think, I think he's too. on to you that you're a little quirky. <laughs> and, and if and if I got Bruce to the it's not side, like Chapman's trying said, to hide that, and said to, to said to Bruce, uh, what what do you think of that? And he said, Is that guy, he's doing that on purpose, right? He's wearing those sunglasses on purpose. People thought you were wearing the sunglasses to be cool last night. No, oh, the last thing I am is cool. I agree my, with my, that. My fifteen year old tells you me every day that cool. I'm not cool. You were trying to be cool. No, last night. no. I have this ugly eye, and it's you know a, a blocked gland, and it, it looks ugly. And you know I'm not an attractive guy to begin with, so I, I gotta you know do what I can to make sure I'm not. Remember when we did that stupid thing? I was of the three of us, I was the guy who was the least attractive, so I can't be any less attractive. Oh, the program where they yes, rated yes. the uh, the National Hockey yeah. League's uh, where, most where, handsome where coaches. Derek Lalonde. Derek Lalonde was third. Chapman. Yes. Chapman, it's, it's tough for me because I, I don't feel like anyone should ever wear sunglasses indoors or at night ever under any circumstance for any reason. So in that regard, I think Darren's right. Like, you should have gone eye patch, buddy. Well, uh, where am I going to get an eye, eye patch at, like, 5 o'clock at night? Uh, CVS? I don't know. CVS? 7-Eleven? Walmart, Golf? probably. Yeah. Well, so, so let me ask you this. What would be what would be more confusing to people if I walk up in the press box and I look like a pirate? No, 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 no. No, they would be like, he probably has something going on something with his eye. Something going on with his eye. There's no. an issue with his eye, and no, I, I no, may not no, ask him. No, because because people already know Chapman to be quirky. <laughs> no, no, no I, I'm Wallace Chapman, is one hundred percent on the market. Listen, I I wear an LL Cool J. You're not going out there wearing an eye patch for no reason. Listen, you don't know that. People don't know that. <laughs> The people in the press box, they, they know me as being a goofball. So, like, there, there's a chance that they'd be like, oh, this must be a new a new Chapman thing. Like, like Grainy, so let me, let Grainy would straight. be like, oh, me, Chapman going with the pirate look today. You think people would actually jump to the conclusion that you're wearing an yes. eye patch yes, I just do. for giggles? Yes. Just for giggles. Absolutely. But, but at no point in time, you're, like, you're offended that people thought maybe you were wearing the sunglasses just to be cool? No, no, no! I'm not offended yeah, you, by that. No, you, 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 this is an you, epic fail, uh, uh, an epic Chapman fail. I, I, in the logic department. If my eye does not get better tomorrow night, I will, I will have the sunglasses on again. Here's something: get an eye patch. patch. I'm not getting an eye patch. Or stay home. I'm and watching on television. No, it's a Tampa we, game. I'm not staying there's home. There's an amazing broadcast on AT and T Sportsnet that you can watch the game, or you can listen to the radio. On Fox Sports, yeah, Las but Vegas. I I get this, and in then front nobody's of... gonna know whether you got a bad eye or not, or whether you're trying to be cool or not. No, I, I'm not staying home. I'm not gonna miss the Tampa game. Who are the two people that asked you 
about the sunglasses? Uh, there had to be more than two. There, there was a guy named Eddie okay. who actually gave me eyelid cleanser. So, uh, big shout out to Eddie. Uh, he Wait, he said what? Eye, eyelid cleanser. Yeah, because he, he he told me he gets them too. So his ophthalmologist oh, okay. gave him or told him to get these special clean cleaners for your eyelid. So uh, he gave me a handful of those. Work? Okay, I, so, I, so I don't know. I'll, I'm going to try it out tonight. Um, I'm trying to think who the second one was. Maybe Lindsay. So you don't you don't I don't you, even remember. No. Yeah. Because so, because so, it, it's I, so I'm not it's, buying the only two. That, it's that only it's two so people. inconsequential. Shavin, you couldn't see them because you were wearing your sunglasses. Right. And somebody time. asked you post game. <laughs> right. Who asked me post game? You said somebody was concerned about. Do you no, 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 no. Someone, some the the same person who made the comment to me post game was the one who saw me holding court up in the the popcorn area. Who was that? Well, I'm not going to say. What? It was Why? Ashley. Ashley oh, Vice. Okay. Well. It's fine. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't know. Maybe She's a she doesn't. She's person. That's good. I know. She she was concerned, but you know, I think she was. Three people. You you wear your sunglasses. No, she didn't for an ask me. National a... Hockey League game. No, she didn't ask me why I was wearing them. She. Oh I thought she overheard me telling the people what was going on. So. It's one of the more bizarre situations I, I've <laughs> ever gone through. Getting uh, I getting a bunch I of messages post game about a colleague of mine on the radio side wearing sunglasses while asking a National Hockey League coach about the overload in the power play. I didn't ask and, about the power and, play. And, and I asked like about it, Aiden like Hill. It's, it's nothing uh, strange at all. It was like nothing strange. It's just a regular day. I love how how my my eyewear became the topic of this massive conversation between you and and a bunch of other people. That because wasn't so you know bizarre. It's not bizarre. My, my I'm covering part, up an eye. My favorite part of all this is that Chapman, you send us the picture of the of the empty garage. It wasn't empty. Game. You know what? I'm going to tweet and it then, out now. And then you and guys then, are pushing like, me. And then and then the only the only thing that happens after that is Darren. What's wrong with your eye? Yeah. Like there's there's so much context. I have no idea because like I'm on the radio. I didn't see you. I did. No, I knew nothing of you wearing the sunglasses. So you've got you've got, we've got this this group text going where you've got a picture of an empty garage after the game, and then all of a sudden Darren's like, "Why is your eye messed up?" It is not empty. The garage. It was not empty. Okay, there's can a I ton ask of cars a favor? Going down. I want a favor. Yes. I want a Twitter <laughs> poll. Should Chapman have oh, no. worn eye patch? Sunglasses, or stayed home. Well, well, Gilded Jester chimed in and said that. Okay. Many people wear sunglasses because of seizures, headaches, etc., associated with bright lights and strobes. Yeah, but Chapman the, but that, was that, right to wear them because of his medical condition. No, no, no. It that, that has seizure. No, he, you're he's not having right. a seizure he or stroke it. or anything like that. This was this was fashion. Don't don't try and defend him on that that front because that had no bearing on why he wore the sunglasses. I'm sorry, Gilded Jester. I apologize if I offend you, but that's not the case. So don't try and bail him out of this. No, oh, he's boy. right. He should, nailed it. Should you have worn the sunglasses, the eye patch, or stayed home? I'm not wearing an eye patch. That's even worse. Can I can I buy you an Why eye patch and then I could draw an eye on it and then people wouldn't even know. <laughs> big lashes. Big lashes. Oh man. I don't know, Chad, but like I think I think an eye patch would suit you. Like, yeah, I, I do too. Works. No, no, yeah. I no. The maybe a little camo in there? The eye patch yeah. would, oh my gosh. Then then people might think I lost my How eye. What about a VGK eye patch? I can't. I'm a member of the. I'm, I'm a respected member of the media. I oh, can't you, wear it. You're, you're our appointed fan, and you know that. 
I'm a well-respected right. media member. I can't wear a gold eye patch. patch. Sunglasses or stay home. That's what I want on the Twitter poll. Uh, all right, and uh, we'll get that up. And uh, when we come back, the Michael E. Minden Hockey Parlay Contest. Uh, should we open up the phones now or do it on the other side? We'll do it on the other side. We're not going to answer the phones side. just yet, but we'll give you the number and we'll give you the number uh, of the caller that we'll accept. Uh, the Michael E. Minden Hockey Parlay Contest. You pick three winners, and if you're right, you'll win $700. Sunglasses night, Corey Hart and Chris Chapman. You're right there with them. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay! Time to parlay with the insiders. Brought to you by Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers in the Fashion Show Mall. It's a 16-week contest. We give away $100 every week. If there's no winner, we add to the pot, and we have skunked the audience so far, and we're up to $700 for this week, and we give you three hockey games in the National Hockey League on Saturdays and Sundays. We stay away from the Vegas Golden Knights, and then, because we don't want to put you in an awkward situation, uh, we ask you for the winners. If you go three for three, you win the pot. If you get one wrong, doesn't matter whether you got the other two right. You are out. So let's open up the phone line, 702-876-1340. Take caller number three through to the phone lines. Chapman will be on there uh, with his eye uh, fully guarded by the sunglasses. Uh, and as we do that, update the Twitter poll, which has been released. And so far, uh, let's get the very latest results. Let's go to the Twitter poll and... 38% say he should wear sunglasses, uh, 27% yeah. opting for the eye patch, and 33% believe that Chapman should have stayed home. So it is a virtual yeah. dead heat right now regarding Chapman's uh, approach tomorrow night when in the, the mm -hmm. Tampa Bay Lightning are in town. Yeah, it's interesting. There's been quite a bit of fluctuation over the – you know, the early returns, first uh, five-ish minutes or so of the poll. But uh, right now it looks like Chris Chapman's uh, actions were justified. We'll see how that uh, how that progresses over the course of the show. Chapman, do we have our contestant? Yes, yes, we do. We have Rick. Rick, welcome to the VGK Insider Show. How confident are you? Rick, are you hold there? Hold on, hold on. We, we're having, I think we got him. Nope. Rick, it's a... Uh... I'll call him back. <laughs> See? It's the sunglasses, buddy. No, you can't it's, a, it's do our your stupid job. phones. You can't do your job with sunglasses on, and you shouldn't be wearing sunglasses at the rink during a National Hockey League game. Uh, we'll get uh, in touch with Rick. That's one of the good things is Chapman uh, connects with him and gets their phone number. So he's calling Rick back, and we'll connect with you, and nice. then we'll get the uh, the three uh, games and, and get the – chosen winners of said three games mm -hmm. uh it's it's a cross-section of, of games tonight when it comes to uh the contest this weekend oh yeah i i well okay number one 
I'm trying to be kind to our listeners. And number two, I wanted to spread things out a little bit just to see if we can have a listener go into Sunday with something to play for. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how this all works out over the course of this weekend. But as you know, I'm not getting any of the $475,000 anyway. So I want to see, I want to see our listeners win some money. $372,000. I I don't want to be accused of taking extra money. Uh, All right. All right. We got got Rick. Rick, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. Hello, Rick. Hello. Hi, Rick. Hi, how are you doing? Good, good, good. Uh, I've never been so happy to be to talk to you, and I've never met you. So uh, this is a this is a victory in itself. Uh, first of all, uh, do you think Chapman should have wore uh, an eye patch, the sunglasses, or stayed home last night with his uh, eye problem? I think he should have stayed home last night. I'm oh, with come you 100. Really? There it is. There's Rick. There's one point uh, to Rick. Uh, did you look at any of the games this weekend uh, before you got through? Uh, no, sir, I have not. All right, so you're going in uh, in blind. It's it's very tough. It's a, it's a difficult contest. We haven't had a winner yet, but we're we're hoping that you can come through uh, and and finally solve this thing. Chapman, can you give Rick the games? Okay, so first game up is tomorrow, Saturday, five p.m. puck drop. It's the Stadium Series game between the Washington Capitals and the Carolina Hurricanes, and that game is being played in North Carolina. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Carolina. I like it. Seth Jarvis got the chirp bump for my podcast. He was on with me this week. Scored three goals last night, and uh, and they look great. So Carolina at home outside their first ever outdoor game uh, to beat the Washington Capitals. Game number two. Okay, noon puck drop on Sunday. It is the Edmonton Oilers at the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, again, I'm going to have to go with the home team, Colorado. Okay. I see a trend here. Colorado and Edmonton like vying for playoffs position right now. I know Edmonton's uh, climbed up in the Pacific, but Colorado's are right there as well, and they could end up being in a, in a wild card fight. So uh, that game should have some jam. Final game. All right. Last game is Ryan's game. It is on Sunday and a 3 p.m. puck drop in that one. And he went with the Maple Leafs at the Chicago Blackhawks. Ooh, I'm going with the Maple Leafs, 100%. Uh, Maple Leafs and that one against Chicago? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. So, uh, old Smite Division game, the Toronto Maple Leafs on the road against Chicago. I thought you were going home teams, all three, but uh, obviously the favorite no. in the Toronto Maple Leafs and the rebuilding uh, Chicago Blackhawks. That one that one worries me just, uh, just a, a little bit, given uh, the – Love that Patrick Kane has and John the Taves has uh, for playing the Toronto Maple Leafs. But uh, how confident do you feel right now going that you're taking Carolina at home against Washington outdoors, Colorado to beat Edmonton on their home turf, and Toronto on the road to defeat the Chicago Blackhawks? I feel 700%. 700%? Which is your oh, iffy game? I Which like is your it. iffy game? I don't have an iffy game. You don't? I, I might as well collect the money now. Oh, oh boy. Well, oh, boy. I love Rick. that. There it is. <laughs> oh, there man. it is. Rick, if you win, we're bringing you back on on Monday to congratulate you, okay? All right. Thank you. All right. There's Rick. Uh, love him. Uh, he's like a brother to me because he thinks Chapman should have stayed home last <laughs> night and thinks Chapman should stay home tomorrow night. He's got Carolina, Colorado, and Toronto in the Michael E. Minden Hockey Parlay Contest on Fox Sports Las Vegas. If he's right on all three, he wins $700. If he gets two right and one wrong, 
nothing, mm-hmm. and we'll up it nothing. to 800 as we uh, get uh, to the halfway mark of the Mike Lee Minden Hockey Parlay Contest. Uh, I can't even judge anymore because it's so unpredictable. like to think the outdoor game may be the, the one that is harder to predict. Cause That's going to be the wonky one, but yeah. uh, I, I feel pretty confident in the Toronto pick. I feel pretty confident in the Colorado pick. I think Rick's going to do it. I just do. If he doesn't, we're closer to $372,000. Hour number two of the VGK Insider Show is coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas.